Welcome. Welcome. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research, with a special pocket-sized episode about research that makes people laugh, then think. We're going to look at mask wiggling in masked bearded men and females. I'm here today, and I was going to say with Mason Porter. I'm not, but Mason is somewhere else. Where are you, Mason? I am currently in Los Angeles. Okay, and I'm in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and you are by profession? I am a professor of mathematics at UCLA. We're going to ask you to do a dramatic reading from something that we featured in the special mathematics issue of the Annals of Improbable Research. That was volume 16, number four. But this particular study that we featured is not a mathematics thing. It's more a medical paper. The name of this paper is? The Effect of Facial Hair and Sex on the Dispersal of Bacteria Below a Masked Subject. Could you repeat that to give people a chance to digest it? The effect of facial hair and sex on the dispersal of bacteria below a masked subject. Who wrote this and where and when did this appear? H.A. McClure, M. Manum, C.A. Talboys, B.S. Azadian, and S.M. Yentis. This appeared in a journal called Anesthesia in February of 2000. And this group of people who wrote this report were at uh, Chelsea and Westminster Hospital in London. Yes. Would you please give us a quick dramatic reading of part of what they said? And, and by the way, you, from time to time, have had a beard. I have, although it's always because of laziness rather than attempting to have a well-kept beard. Nevertheless, it was a beard, correct? It was a beard, yes. Um, surgical face masks prevent the dispersal of bacteria from the upper airway to surfaces immediately in front of and below the face during talking. Let, However, me, let, me, let me interrupt for a moment. Have you ever worn a, a surgical face mask? Yes. It has been something uh, I have done recently. I, I wore one to the market a few days ago. This is because of the virus situation. This is because of the virus and markets are much more dense than if I'm just going to get coffee and leave. You know, markets are suddenly feeling dangerous, which is bizarre. Onward with the reading. All right. However, mask wiggling has wait, been wait, You said wiggling. I said wiggling. Did you spell that? W-I-G-G-L-I-N-G. Okay. That's an unusual technical term. I just want to make sure that everybody realized we are reading from medical literature. I'm yes. sorry to have interrupted. Please continue. That's all right. So, however, mask wiggling has been reported to increase dermabrasion. What's dermabrasion? I'm going to guess, even though I've never seen this word before, since derm is skin and then there's abrasion, I'm going to guess kind of making the skin rougher and making it kind of sore. So literally abrasion on the skin. Is that something that you suffered from when you were wearing a mask? I did not feel that. I did actually feel that it was hard for me to breathe in, in the mask because I'm a mouth breather. So I did actually notice I was short of breath coming back from the market, which is a wonderful thing. Um, however, mask wiggling has been reported to increase dermabrasion and bacterial contamination of surfaces immediately below the face. Facial hair and recent shaving may alter the quantity of particles shed by dermabrasion when the mask is wiggled. We investigated the effect of mask wiggling in 10 bearded and 10 clean-shaven male subjects and 10 female subjects. Wiggling the mask significantly increased the degree of bacterial shedding onto agar plates 15 centimeters below the lips 
in bearded males and females, but not in clean-shaven males. What are agar plates? Oh, God, I don't even remember exactly what they are. Um, You're a mathematician. You know everything, don't you? Yeah, exactly. I've heard of agar plates. I mean, agar is, a, agar is like a kind of a material, isn't it? I have a picture in my head. I don't think it's right, though, but it's like it's one of those things where you can sort of shape it a little bit with your hands, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, but if you I want have... to grow all sorts of things, agar is a substance that has some nutrients in it that will let you maybe grow some bacteria or some other gunk that you put onto the agar. I mean, I've like, I've, I mean, I've seen the term. I just didn't remember what they are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and you yourself have never wiggled a mask over your beard and by doing that accidentally dropped little bits of your shaven bits of beard onto the agar plate because you'd never had an agar plate underneath you at that time, correct? Well, certainly not with a mask. I may have used an agar plate in like a biology lab in high school, but that would have been the last time if I even did it then. I don't think I was wearing a surgical mask for those particular ones. And the only time I remember wearing a surgical mask before a few days ago I think I wore one when we had to dissect a frog in seventh grade because I wanted to, I wanted the to the smell to be a little bit less severe. But I don't remember the smell of the no frog. Answer. The smell of the frog, yes, not of my face. Um, um, okay, so at rest without mask wiggling, the bearded subjects shed significantly more bacteria than clean-shaven males or females to reduce the risks of contamination of the sterile field when face masks are worn, females and bearded males should avoid wiggling the face mask. Bearded males may also consider removing their beards. Thank you very much. Sure, my pleasure. You've been listening, if you've been listening, to a special pocket-sized episode of the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. What we explored today was featured in the magazine in issue 16.4, the special mathematics issue. You can buy the special mathematics issue of the magazine or any of the more than 150 other back issues and find all kinds of surprising research studies that your friends would love to know about. You can even subscribe and get six new issues a year. Just go to our website, improbable.com. It's possible that Seth Glicksman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. Until then. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>